When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we're actually going to be talking about how to be successful after you, we reach a certain age, right? We're not going to mention that age, but you know, how, how are we going to continue our lives once we are maybe not working, maybe working part time, all of those various things. So please join me in welcoming Marsha Mantell to our program today. Welcome, Marsha. How are you? Hello, Deb. I am great. And I am so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me on your show. You know, we're going to have so much fun. And it's it's one of those subjects that a lot of people go, oh, yawn at, or worse, they're ostriches, and I'm kind of the ostrich, you know, we hide our heads in the sand, and part of it is because it's boring, but you make it so much fun, and so we really are going to have a good time chatting today. I am so looking forward to it. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you, Now we'll jump into this. So Marsha Mantell is a retirement maven, speaker, author, and blogger. She has been helping the country's foremost financial services firms and advisors increase their knowledge of complex retirement concepts and regulations, including Social Security and Medicare, for 30 years. She started when she was four. She was first at Fidelity Investments, then the last 18 years from her own consultancy firm. She has a remarkable ability to translate complex laws and concepts into everyday language that educates and motivates real people to take the right steps to achieve their retirement. She was named a one an IA25 honoree by Think Advisor in 2021, one of the advisors, experts, and leaders in financial services who are pushing the industry forward. Marcia is married to her college sweetheart, and they have two grown and, of course, quite brilliant daughters. And she has two cats. She is also the author of several books, and she recently wrote Cooking Up Your Retirement Plan. So again, Marcia, welcome. Thank you, Deb. Well, you know, we were laughing, you know, before we started the program. Um, I always ask for people to tell me how to pronounce their name. And, you know, because sometimes it is rather complicated. And you just said, it's like the Brady Bunch. And of course, in my head, and it's been stuck there now for days, is Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. But 
what happened when I did that too, was I went, oh, she's my people. We're of mm. that same demographic. Um, we get that reference, right? You know, you tell a Gen Z or Marsha, 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 and, and they look at you like, yeah. Is something stuck? What's wrong? Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it it you know, I mentioned that you had you know you've been in this business for quite a quite a while, but you've had a variety of of things that have happened, and more importantly, you are in an area where not a lot of women excel, and so I love that because especially because March is Women's History Month, and and yeah. as we're recording this, yesterday was International Women's Day, um, so. Tell us a little bit more about how you really got to where you are today and are such a successful women in this industry. Well, thank you for all of that wonderful intro. And yes, I'll get to your to answer the question, but yeah, Marsha Brady, mm-hmm. my hero. No one had a name like Marsha. Uh-huh. I wanted my name to be Anne Marie mm-hmm. and uh, it wasn't. And then it's spelled funny, you know, right. CIA. Mm-hmm. So you know, the Brady's in for for us for our mm-hmm. boomer generation. Mm-hmm. You know, we had new color TVs. It was right. new by the uh-huh. time we got it, and and we had you know dials that you mm-hmm. turned for the mm-hmm. four or five stations you mm-hmm. got. So you know, our background, our history, mm-hmm. what where we're anchored mm-hmm. is just light years right. different mm-hmm. from where our kids and mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. younger people are anchored, mm-hmm. and. I find it fascinating to watch this now, you know, from that perch of 61, you know, Mm -hmm. looking back, it is a fascinating journey. Mm -hmm. And women in particular have had just monumental leaps and bounds of progress, Mm -hmm. which is very exciting. And I Mm -hmm. love celebrating International Women's Day Mm -hmm. and Women's History Month. But boy, we have a long way to go, which I'm sure we'll talk about. But how did I get here? Mm -hmm. Right. So I've been 30 years in the retirement industry that I quite literally fell into. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had some years before that. I it's interesting. I've more or less, and I think again, it's part of our generation. We had a wonderful opportunity to go to college, my right. generation. Mm-hmm. Um the, the women who are about to and not be teachers that. or nurses, which of of course are very, very which, wonderful professions. But, yes. you know, we that really more. was not the only option. Yes. And we, we did have more opportunities. Mm-hmm. And there were those few trailblazers before us mm-hmm. who were about 10 years older. Mm-hmm. But by the time we got to college, every door was open. Right. Right. And you could do anything mm-hmm. and, and try new things mm-hmm. and such. But we didn't go for the for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't go to be a thing. We didn't right. go to be a doctor. We didn't go to be mm-hmm. a lawyer. We went to college mm-hmm. and then after college, you got a job. Mm-hmm. It wasn't this grand stress that is on the young people today. Right. You know, you were, you were just on this meandering journey and you mm-hmm. tried a little this, a little yeah. that. And then you opened the newspaper. Right. We had mm-hmm. them. Right. And you found a job. There were help to- wanted ads. Mm-hmm. Just how I actually got here mm-hmm. because my first job well, my first job was working at the University of Minnesota bookstore. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't love that. So I went to the help wanted ads mm-hmm. and I found an opportunity with a glass company mm-hmm. to try sales. My dad mm-hmm. said, try sales, mm-hmm. try sales. I'm not a sales girl. And then I opened the wanted want ads mm-hmm. again. And I found this job at Finger Hut. 
mm. which was a direct mail. Right. Marketing. We used to get the catalogs. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was a huge catalog company before, you know, the TV. Right. Al Gore hadn't invented the internet yet. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So it was this catalog company and there's a real discipline mm-hmm. to marketing mm-hmm. and to um, the, the entire industry around direct mail marketing, mm-hmm. which is now internet. Well, it's now Amazon, mm-hmm. but I got to start there because I walked in a door because mm-hmm. I tried it. Right. And I, I lasted there for several years. And mm-hmm. my husband was getting his PhD in chemistry from University of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And when he finished that, he got a job in the Boston area, which is where we still yeah. are mm-hmm. all these years later. Mm-hmm. He was working for Polaroid, which, of course, in Polaroid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's on a whole new trajectory. Mm-hmm. But we land here in, in the Boston area. Mm-hmm. I got a job in direct mail marketing. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, because, again, you walk doors once. Mm-hmm. It's a door open for you mm-hmm. and calls you or says, Hey, I found your resume or I saw mm-hmm. something you did online. Mm-hmm. Walk through the door. Right. You can walk back out, mm-hmm. but at least see what's mm-hmm. there. Right. And so I end up at the Fidelity Investments ad agency mm-hmm. in 1992. Uh-huh. And they, they were hiring like crazy mm-hmm. because the laws around retirement were changing dramatically right. and they needed support. Mm-hmm. So it's just been this really quirky journey where mm-hmm. fell into this role at Fidelity in retirement, loved everything about mm-hmm. retirement. I know though, everyone else thinks it's boring. You are so well, or we that. just don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, back then I was 31 when I mm-hmm. started working at Fidelity ah. and the, the Roth IRA mm-hmm. came into being during mm-hmm. my tenure there, the simple IRA for mm-hmm. small businesses it's just been this wonderful, rich mm-hmm. landscape to sink your teeth mm-hmm. into. But most people don't want to do that. So right. then how do you make it fun? Mm-hmm. Well, after 13 years at Fidelity, and it was an amazing experience, mm-hmm. big, big company, mm-hmm. you know, financial services. Mm-hmm. It, it, I couldn't have asked for, for a better opportunity, mm-hmm. which of course I wouldn't have gotten had I not been able to go to college. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was just this, this journey, but my kids were going into my Katie, my older one was going mm-hmm. into high school and Lindsay, my little one was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And you know, your household falls apart when mm-hmm. mom ain't home. Right. And something had to change. Mm-hmm. I couldn't just scream at these kids all the time. Mm-hmm. I couldn't right. miss out on everything. Right. Yeah. Because they're doing after school events and, and yes. all sorts of things that you wanted to be a part of. Absolutely. And you know, in corporate America just does not accommodate two to three o'clock when no. your kids need you, you know, mm-hmm. and they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. It's you have to solve this. So in 2005, the market was roaring at the mm-hmm. time. Everything was looking up wonderfully. Um, you know, we've recovered greatly after September 11th and things are great. And so I quit my job mm-hmm. and then I called my husband. Oh, so, honey, he quit first. Oh my gosh. I quit first. I, quit first. Um, I was having a bad day mm-hmm. and he knew, um, he knew it was coming. Right. We had talked about it for quite some time mm-hmm. and I just had had it at that mm-hmm. day. And I said, that's, I'm done. So mm-hmm. I called Dan and I said, okay, so I quit my job. And he goes, mm-hmm. oh God, what are we going to do now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. So I start my business. I, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have the snappiest name of all the business names out there. You know, I'm not Nike or, you know, mm-hmm. Pepsi and Coke, but mm-hmm. tell retirement consulting, mm-hmm. you know, it's got a ring to it. Mm-hmm. 
And I started, you know, with with what I loved. Mm -hmm. I loved this retirement Mm -hmm. industry. And it was extremely fortunate. Um, Your network is, I think, the most important asset anyone can have. Mm -hmm. And having this network and letting them know that I was leaving Mm -hmm. and, but I wanted to continue in retirement, Mm -hmm. I continually got hired Mm. to work on projects within Mm -hmm. corporate big home offices. So that's how my business started. Mm -hmm. It was really until COVID, Mm -hmm. the lion's share by a lot, like 92% of my revenues were coming in through, you know, corporate clients. Hmm. And all kinds of neat things that mm-hmm. you would never do if you stayed in a company. Mm-hmm. I quit my job every six or eight or eighteen months right. you know, to mm-hmm. do all these things. So um, it's corporate America first. But my last two years at Fidelity, I spent in the advisor side of mm-hmm. our industry mm-hmm. and traveled around the country mm-hmm. talking to retirement adv- advisors about retirement and retirement income. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to get back to that working with financial advisors. Mm-hmm. They're really overwhelmed today. Mm-hmm. They need to be experts in investments, first right. and foremost. They have regulatory stuff mm-hmm. that comes at them like a oh, fire hose. Massively. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. It's a crazy mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. we're in with all the regulations and compliance and legalese that we all need to mm-hmm. know. They have to be nice to clients, right? They have to build right. a business. They have to meet certain And those clients are Googling every single thing they do. Exactly. So the client has changed. Mm-hmm. And so I feel that the advisors could really use a, a member on their team mm-hmm. who has certain expertise. And mm-hmm. my expertise is in the retirement rules, mm-hmm. Social Security, and Medicare. Mm-hmm. And that's where all their clients are heading. Right. You know, their clients aren't 30 anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, in a blink of an eye, their clients are now 60. I know. What the heck happened? <laughs> I'm here so fast. I thought I'd have 30 years to get here. Right. So so that's really been the journey. Mm-hmm. And, and throughout it, I've been able to, I mean, again, I really do wake up and, and try to be grateful every day mm-hmm. because had I stayed in corporate America, I probably had a lot more money, but <laughs> I wouldn't have the opportunity to write these books that right. I've always wanted to mm-hmm. do. And my blog, I think I've been blogging as long as you've been podcasting. Oh, wow. I think my mm-hmm. first blog post was 2011, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. I love um, it. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have mm-hmm. this blog, Boomer Retirement Briefs. Mm-hmm. So it's been around for, you know, quite some mm-hmm. time now. Mm-hmm. Talking about how boomers are changing this right. idea of mm-hmm. retirement. Mm-hmm. Let's not put our heads in the sand about mm-hmm. it. Let's figure out what it should be because mm-hmm. it is not what we saw right. in the past. It's right. not what we want. We fully reject the sitting mm-hmm. on the couch. Mm-hmm. What's it going to be? Right. And there's some amazing boomers doing amazing things out there mm-hmm. that I try to capture. Right. So it's just, I, I've been able to do such fun things and, you know, largely get paid for a lot of mm-hmm. it. I that's, get to that's write. a bonus. Mm-hmm. It is a bonus. You know, I still had to feed the kids and mm-hmm. my husband's so funny. He would say, when I still, you know, people think having your own business that you control your time. Right. Big mistake. You mm-hmm. don't control your time. No. no. Mm-hmm. Instead of it being your boss in corporate America, it's your clients, mm-hmm. you know, and deliveries, deliveries and deliverables mm-hmm. still have to happen. So it's, um, it's fun. But Dan would always tell our girls, you know, if mama don't work, we don't eat. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do have to feed your family as mm-hmm. well. Right. So I, I I don't really believe in work life balance. I don't think there's such a, a thing. T- well, balance is 50-50. And and that's yeah. not gonna happen. 
It's not. It's always 90-10. It's just mm-hmm. what side of the 90 and 10 are you on? Right. Mm-hmm. But it is life. Mm-hmm. So embrace it. Do mm-hmm. the best you can. And right. that's sort of been my philosophy and, and the way I've been able to muddle through, you mm-hmm. know, day to day and get to do a lot of what I never thought I'd get to do. I love it. But yeah, it's a journey. Yeah. You know, and and of course, as you said, your retirement really changed when all of us baby boomers, you know, because the generation before us, there just wasn't as many of them. You know, number wise, there wasn't as many. And baby boomers to me are almost even broken down into two. You know, there's the 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 earlier, the older baby boomers, yeah. and then there's all of us who really think about, you know, what are we going to do in our 70s and 80s and maybe even 90s and be very active, you know, and and those that came before us, our parents, they're thinking, am I going to make it to 70? <laughs> and and I mean, that was, you know, it wasn't that they were, you know, that was just the facts of life. I mean, you know, that as the, they, you know, the average age length and all of that changes, mm-hmm. you know, we're there. And and but I, I love that you talk about, you know, women. And how, you know, it's it's so different. I just saw earlier today, and I'm sure this was popping up because of, you know, women's history and all of those things, that until 1974, so we were, let's see, 10 and 12, 11, I can't yeah. do that math 74, today. 74, I was 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so 12 and 13. Um, we were teenagers, and women still had to have a male co-signer to open a bank account seriously and i'm like oh my god every time i see that i'm like no um you know now i I, first of all i can't imagine my mother putting up with that um but you know and but yeah i mean people just really did think that women had to be protected they had to be coddled but more importantly that they weren't smart enough to do this and Mm -hmm. you know i love that that you really focus on the fact that first of all, we do live longer usually, you know, and, yeah. and, but, and, but that is one of the problems is we live longer, yes. but did we plan for it? And all of those right. various things. Yeah. I, I love that you heard that. So I have this little timeline that mm-hmm. I have in one of my blogs, I put it out on Facebook earlier, well, yesterday for uh-huh. International Women's Month. And it's got a number of those mm-hmm. catastrophes, right. I would call them. Mm -hmm. So 1974, exactly right. It's the Mm -hmm. Equal Credit Opportunity Act. Mm -hmm. So that, yeah. So I, you know, when it came my turn to get a credit Mm -hmm. card, Dan and I got married very young. Mm -hmm. Once I've asked Dan for anything financially, Mm -hmm. like if I wanted a credit card, I'd go open it. Right. Walker couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not talking about women in the 1800s. We're talking about our mothers. Our mothers. Yes. Mm -hmm. It is oldest boomers as well. It is stunning. And not only that, if a woman was granted mm-hmm. the privilege of having right. a credit card because daddy signed it or mm-hmm. hubby signed, you know, for her to have it, mm-hmm. her credit was much smaller. Right. She couldn't get the same amount. And right. if she was a single mm-hmm. woman, not even attached to oh, yeah. income, mm-hmm. income was discounted. Mm-hmm. So if she made back then, say $20,000 a year, it's like, mm-hmm. well, it's as if you're making, I'll make this up. I don't know the actual factors, mm-hmm. but. You know, Five thousand dollars. Right. So you're only entitled to this little bit. Uh-huh. Women have put up with this, but have fought mm-hmm. for 
improvements right. and mm-hmm. better equality and better access mm-hmm. for what's well, more than a hundred years, but mm-hmm. give or take, I started with 1920 when mm-hmm. we finally got the right to vote. Right. And it is so important you know, in our financial advisory world, we have lots of us older people mm-hmm. and a whole ton of younger people. Mm-hmm. And there's this clash between the generations, which mm-hmm. I don't like. Right. And it's again, lack of understanding. Mm-hmm. So I'll try to anchor everything in these facts and mm-hmm. circumstances. Right. And it's like, understand the boomer's journey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that we just decided to reinvent retirement, for example. Right. Mm-hmm. It's that the laws changed mm-hmm. and the rug was pulled out mm-hmm. from under that entire half of the boomer generation right. where to work like their parents had mm-hmm. and their grandparents had to work for their 30, 35 years at a company, get a pension, retire. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Except the pensions went away. Right. Well, now what? Mm-hmm. You know, and the younger people often will say to me, well, why didn't you start saving in your 401k earlier? It didn't like, exist. <laughs> it didn't exist. Exactly. It's like, oh my gosh, they don't know. It wasn't invented yet. Mm-hmm. Even when it came into being, 1982 mm-hmm. companies didn't adopt it no like mm-hmm. the next day right and they had to be a big company because there were a lot yes. of expenses and, and things that went with it absolutely it takes a decade for mm-hmm. any of these ideas to really get tractions you know we mm-hmm. look at it with hsas today mm-hmm. health savings accounts same thing they're, they're mm-hmm. 15 years old right but only i don't know a third of companies offer them right maybe it's oh, half yeah. now well i tell people i have an hsa and they're like what's it what yeah Mm -hmm. it it really has not filtered Mm -hmm. into the fabric of everyone's Mm -hmm. possibilities Mm -hmm. so 20 years from now you know that as we turn the generations Mm -hmm. over that generation and the new one will say why weren't you saving your hsa Mm -hmm. you big dummy right Right. it's like yeah and have them you know so i think keeping things in perspective especially on the women's journey mm-hmm. is so important because right. it's not that we weren't smart enough. Mm-hmm. It's that we weren't allowed. Right. And that's for me, I think the single most important financial account mm-hmm. bar none is the IRA mm-hmm. because it's an individual account it stands for individual mm-hmm. retirement arrangement. Mm-hmm. Individual means one person. Mm-hmm. And when you're married, which most boomers, 92% of mm-hmm. right. women were married, mm-hmm. didn't always last, but we have that as our foundation. If you were married, first of all, you couldn't have an IRA, by the way, if you were an at-home mom, that didn't mm-hmm. happen until 1997. Mm-hmm. That's the one that makes me tear my hair out. I was mm-hmm. at Fidelity mm-hmm. when the Fidelity marketing team went to Congress to support the homemaker's IRA. Mm-hmm that current wow that at home moms could save as much in an IRA mm-hmm. as the working dad mm-hmm. um but this account is so important because only one person controls all of it mm-hmm. they control how much money goes in right. up to the limit $6500 it's a huge account mm-hmm. it's not about the size of the account mm-hmm. it's about the ownership and the control mm-hmm. and where that money's going when you die right we don't put enough emphasis on that for women mm-hmm. understand that it isn't just so you can have an account and say, I got a piece of paper here says I have an account. Mm-hmm. It's how you get into investing. Mm-hmm. How you start to learn the ropes of this unbelievably mm-hmm. complex system we right. have. 
don't get to control it. Mm-hmm. So I, I do tie many financial advisors who will say, well, it's not always tax advantaged. Couldn't care less. Right. It's not about being tax mm-hmm. advantaged. It's about it being about in charge. Ownership. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Right. So that's my passion for, for boomer women in particular. Mm-hmm. And credit for the bricks we've laid in mm-hmm. the path of history right. so that our girls mm-hmm. don't have to repeat the mm-hmm. same right. shenanigans yeah. that we've gone through. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't wish that on my yeah. daughters. Right. You know, they're still unfortunately not paid as much as they should be. Um, you know, and 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 but I the the fun thing about that is what we see is so many women are saying, I don't need a corporate job. I'm gonna go off on my own and make my fortune and be in charge. Um, and I think that's been a big part of it. And and I love seeing the millennials who have done this and have I said, know. you know, I'm going to go off on my own. I, you know, and, and, and then of course that has led to so many other things because it has led to, you know, insurance that individuals can buy for themselves. Um, you know, all of the various different types of, of retirement accounts, you know, because we have so many men and women who are small business owners and entrepreneurs, you know, it's, it, we are, you know, I'm I'm sure statistically the number may still be that you know the, the majority are in corporate America, but that is changing. Um, you know, and it's even changing in corporate America. I mean, you know that we've got so many people who are consultants, who are part timers. You know, the whole gig economy. I mean, all of those mm-hmm. various things, and and it is forcing changes to the financial world. Yes, it is, and I agree with you. I. Like I said, this clash between the generations has got to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I adore the millennials. Mm-hmm. I am so happy to get to see how some of my sacrifices in mm-hmm. the women of, of our generation, right. mm-hmm. they get to reap some mm-hmm. of those benefits mm-hmm. now. It's like, God, mm-hmm. you know, we did not put in and and we had a huge leg up too from mm-hmm. the last generation. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. believe me, we did not invent this path here, mm-hmm. but I love seeing the fruits of those rewards mm-hmm. and and getting to see and oh I just um I didn't judge but I worked at a science fair mm-hmm. um, here in Massachusetts last weekend my husband's a scientist so mm-hmm. he was the judge I helped with logistics mm-hmm. the women there were 120 oh, displays women and in the STEM programs is incredible well oh, mm-hmm. both of my daughters are in STEM one's mm-hmm. a computer scientist the other has a PhD in biomedical engineering holy cow oh my god mm-hmm. it's like how can you be my kids right you know? <laughs> so these these millennials and mm-hmm. the millennial women are so magnificent mm-hmm. in what they do today but it's really where they're going to get to go right. yeah and it's like let's celebrate that mm-hmm. and by the way those millennial kids to tell me how to use my darn technology I know so, Look, I can help you on your financial picture mm-hmm. and get you started in your mm-hmm. 20s, which is your most important uh-huh. decade to save and invest. Mm-hmm. Help you there because mm-hmm. that was, you know, our learnings. Mm-hmm. Could you show me how to work my cell phone? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because of course they grew up with them attached to their hands. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and it's just it's it is so much fun to see the changes because they benefit everyone. Um, yes. You know, I mean, that's the thing is it's we're not taking anything away from men when we're saying, hey, we need to to do this. If anything, it frees them because they're not the sole 
you know, financial person, um, you know, and, 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 you know, it just, it, it really is, it's, it's, it's just been wonderful to watch all these changes. It really has. It is this, this much more equal Mm -hmm. um, between the, the genders. Right. Um, Particularly we're talking about with partnerships Mm -hmm. and marriages. Right. And, and the one area though, that just, I have a burr in my saddle here is around the 401k, mm-hmm. you know, which is our most powerful. It's our, for the right. most people, it is your biggest mm-hmm. bucket of retirement mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes and, up and goes down. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully it will land on that upswing, uh-huh. you know, uh, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I mean, people do have, I mean, they have hundreds of thousands into millions of dollars in these mm-hmm. 401ks and 403bs, all these retirement plans offered at, at your company mm-hmm. and organization. But they are greatly misunderstood in a marriage mm-hmm. because 401ks are also individually owned accounts. Right. And Dan has his mm-hmm. in our house and Marsha has mm-hmm. hers, but you're legally mm-hmm. not allowed to have any say right. in the other's retirement mm-hmm. money. And mm-hmm. yet this bucket is meant for the two of you. Mm-hmm. So where it really comes to play, I call it a power imbalance mm-hmm. between the spouses. Because if, and in most cases, there's one 401k that's really big. Mm-hmm. Little baby went over here. Right. Because we raised families and all of those various things. Yes. We didn't, yeah, didn't yes. contribute to it as much. That's exactly right. Or back to your comment about not being paid as much. Right. There was just less to go. Mm -hmm. You have less, less, Mm -hmm. right, to spread around the kitchen table, Mm -hmm. but also less to put into those 401ks. Mm -hmm. Right. These are long journey things, Mm -hmm. right? These are now 30 and 40 year Mm -hmm. plans. But at the point of leaving a job or retiring and getting Mm -hmm. ready to walk into retirement, Mm -hmm. decisions need to be made. And generally what happens is that 401k money gets rolled over to an IRA. Right. You have a lot more investment choices. The Mm -hmm. advisors can help you Mm -hmm. work through different investment strategies Mm -hmm. and such. And you've got to get ready to have distributions or income. Mm -hmm. You got to spend Mm -hmm. it because Mm -hmm. that's why you've been saving it. So you can Mm -hmm. have a fun retirement. Well, let's say that Dan has a million dollar IRA and Marsha has a hundred thousand dollar IRA because we've rolled. Mm -hmm. Well, Back to the IRA being the single right, most the important account. Individual though. Mm-hmm. Individual. Daniel entirely owns that million dollar bucket. Mm-hmm. My hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Well, what if I want some of that money over there? Dan's right. money. Mm-hmm. Can't have it. Right. Not yours. Mm-hmm. You can't issue a distribution. Mm-hmm. You can't just take money out. You don't have a checkbook with mm-hmm. your name on it. That right. if there's a checkbook or a debit mm-hmm. card, it's Dan's. Mm-hmm. So it, it's totally the person, and it mm-hmm. could be me, it could be the opposite, right? I could have the million right. dollars and Dan's got a hundred thousand. So it doesn't matter. It's mm-hmm. this imbalance, this mm-hmm. power imbalance right. that if the two of you aren't on the same page, right? there's the problems. The bigger bucket, right. He gets to ultimately decide, or mm-hmm. she gets to ultimately decide whether they're going to take that trip to Hawaii right. mm-hmm. or buy that new thing. Yeah, or- because it's my money. My money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I am, I am on this soapbox. I'm a little bit alone. Uh, so there is um, Patty Murphy, a Senator mm-hmm. from, from Washington state is mm-hmm. also on this bandwagon mm-hmm. as are others in Washington mm-hmm. that the laws need to change. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there are a lot of ideas around there mm-hmm. for me. I think we should make things simpler. Mm-hmm. If you married or at the mm-hmm. point you get married, right. That 401k becomes a joint paired, a joint account. Mm-hmm for lack mm-hmm. of a better term. Right. And when that money goes to an IRA, mm-hmm. it must be split 50-50. Mm-hmm. Each of you gets your own. 
Right. Because that way we don't have to mm-hmm. do um, try to create a new infrastructure mm-hmm. within this behemoth right. that is financial services. Mm-hmm. But it's this idea that, and it really is right now with boomer women, it's the boomer woman with the much, much smaller account. Mm-hmm. And who's going to live longer. Who's going to live longer. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't even have any right. Mm-hmm. I mean, no right whatsoever. Right. Once that money goes mm-hmm. to the IRA, she does not know who hubby has put as the beneficiary. Right. Yeah. I was thinking the only way she has control is if he dies, but, but only if he named her <laughs> as yeah. the sole primary beneficiary. Right. Yeah. He might've thought I mean, the dog be, needed the money. Absolutely. Right. And they're good causes, right? I mean, it's not like it's going to, you know, mm-hmm. the girlfriend, right. But hopefully not. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not. But usually it's the well-intended. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'll make this 401k money that rolled to an IRA. Mm-hmm. If you don't have an answer, you don't know this a lot mm-hmm. of times. I'll make it my wife and my three children. Right. Seems reasonable. Right. But, but that means she law. just got a quarter of it. That's exactly what it means. Mm-hmm. And that was not what they intended. Right. But that's in fact what happened. Mm-hmm. And now she's stuck. Right. Right. And living longer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, these kinds of things, they really make me crazy. It's mm-hmm. this technical minutia mm-hmm. that I love. No one else loves this. I know. Right? We so all go, ah! and so then we don't do it because we're right. like, you know, overwhelmed. Really no, don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I do try to make it less daunting mm-hmm. and, you know, threatening is all that, but mm-hmm. you know, really work with mm-hmm. the financial advisors and, mm-hmm. and financial firms right. to help women get in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, we tell women all the time, more involved in your finances, you really should be a better investor. Mm-hmm. Like, and we get all nodding heads. Mm-hmm. How? Right. But what, I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, what do I ask? What do I say? Right. Where, where do I start? Mm-hmm. And that's largely the impetus behind the reason I write for women mm-hmm. and on behalf of women and, and created this new cookbook mm-hmm. um, because we don't have anywhere to start. Mm-hmm. And frankly, it's not unique to women. The men right. don't know a heck of a lot more. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, because as you said, it is big and it is complicated. And the laws change every time somebody sneezes. Yeah. And yeah. You know, and, yes. and of course, all we hear about is what we hear about in the media. You know, and 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 that, you know, hello, Walter Conkite died a long time ago. There's no such thing as unbiased media. You know, and, and so you just have to to you know, understand if you're listening to this one, they're going to have that point of view. If you're listening to this one, they're going to have the opposite point of view. So, you know, yes. try and figure out what's in the in the middle. Well, let's talk yeah. about your book. You know, the, the most recent one is cooking up your retirement plan. So first of all, why did you make it in kind of the, the a recipe kitchen format? What is the most familiar space we all share? The kitchen. It is our kitchens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been interesting. I had this idea many years ago, probably 2015-ish. So it's Mm -hmm. been percolating for a while. And it was the rise of the cooking shows. Mm -hmm. I watch like every cooking show. Oh, I know. Pioneer Woman rocks. (laughs) I love her. You know, Trisha's Southern Kitchen. You know, you name it, I watched it. Mm -hmm. The the competitive shows, which, you know, they're just great. Mm-hmm. But those ingredients are super weird. Right. Like yeah. I'm not going to yeah, cook that's... with some of those things. I don't oh. know what they are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I've never heard of them mm-hmm. or seen them. But 
And everywhere you go, and, and I think every person will tell you when there's a party, when there's a family gathering, mm-hmm. when there's a holiday, mm-hmm. no matter how nicely you have done up right. your living room, everyone is in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. living room, at least the snacks. women. Mm-hmm. The men what? are in front mm-hmm. of the TV. The women are in the kitchen. Often, yes, mm-hmm. and it is this gathering place. Mm-hmm. And it's also a special place. In my kitchen table, when my when I did have, since I did quit my big corporate job, I could be home at two o'clock when the right. girls got home. Mm-hmm. We'd have tea every afternoon after mm-hmm. school at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. It was just 30 minutes. We'd mm-hmm. have tea and a couple of cookies. Mm-hmm. And Tell us what you did today. Right. Without it being that grilling, mm-hmm. right? It was, you could just talk and mm-hmm. hear what was going on and who was mean at school. Everything happens. Those important mm-hmm. moments, the important discussions, everything happens at your kitchen table mm-hmm. and in your kitchen. Right. And and it's so familiar and it's so comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's like, for me, you know, over time, these things sort of come to you and it's like, we have nothing familiar or comfortable in financial services. No. Nothing. And so I came up with this idea to create this book, mm-hmm. this amazing designer, by the way, I could mm-hmm. not have done this without Geraldine Miller. She, uh, Miller Design, she is remarkable. Mm-hmm. First of all, she didn't laugh at me. Let me tell you, you know, Deb, this is not traditional financial services, mm-hmm. right? This is really out of the box. This is, um, this is fun. This is fun. Mm-hmm. This is fun. It's super colorful. Mm-hmm. Gerilyn created all these um, design elements, like a mixing bowl that says Medicare on right. it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and hot pads with mm-hmm. 401k and 43b on them. Mm-hmm. And it's colorful because if we don't find a way to make this stuff fun, mm-hmm. women are going to get shortchanged. Right. And I just can't, mm-hmm. if there's an idea I have and don't go out there mm-hmm. with it, shame on me, mm-hmm. you know? So I want, like, I want retirement to be fun. Mm-hmm. I want this transition time mm-hmm. to be an opportunity to really think mm-hmm. big and wide and broad. It's like, right. what would I want to do? Mm-hmm. And one of the ways, I, so that's a question often, right? We would ask as an industry, what do you want to do in retirement? Mm-hmm. And everybody goes, not work. <laughs> I mean, that might be the, not, the not work, yeah. followed by travel, mm-hmm. which is great. Those are mm-hmm. two worthy goals. Right. Let me not, you but know, those just, take, wait, wait, I have a, a sound effect. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. They also don't take up 365 days a year times right. 30 years. Mm-hmm. So it's this, the, the cookbook is meant to give you and the person you're planning mm-hmm. with, whether it's a spouse or partner, mm-hmm. or, you know, your kids need to be right. involved if you have, mm-hmm. you know, if you're alone or mm-hmm. your girlfriends or your sister, whomever. Mm-hmm. And it gives you this opportunity of where to start and what questions mm-hmm. you need answers to. Right. And it's things like, not what do you want to do in retirement? Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. It's a list of here are a whole bunch of things. Would you consider any right. of these? What are your friends doing? What sounds fun? Yes. Mm-hmm. And what do you not like? Mm-hmm. like what do you see right. that you don't like what yeah. they're doing? That might be a more important question. Yeah. than. I mean, like, know, what a, a big question might be, you know, somebody might say, I do not want to do yard work. Okay. Then yes. that means you need to live somewhere where either yard work's done for you or yes. you have no yard. You know, Absolutely. And techniques. that's huge, mm-hmm. right? That is, that is a gigantic mm-hmm. decision right there that you don't even realize. Mm-hmm. And that then spins off all these other things. Oh, right. if we didn't have to spend time in the yard, mm-hmm. 
we would have time on the weekends to mm-hmm. do what? Right. You know, and that uh, you go from there. And it, mm-hmm. it's part, it's a structure. Mm-hmm. So we have no structure. We have all lofty questions mm-hmm. and we don't ever give anyone any recipe. Right. So the book is meant to be a format that mm-hmm. you create your own retirement menu, mm-hmm. your, your dinner menu, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. I sometimes think of it like Thanksgiving dinner, mm-hmm. right? You need the turkey and the dressing or the right. stuffing and the mm-hmm. sweet mm-hmm. potatoes and, you know, and the pie. You need all of those. Right. You need this. a little salt. You need a little pepper. I mean, all of those yes. things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And everyone is different mm-hmm. and everyone gets to be different. Like mm-hmm. this is a good thing. Right. So I had a ton of fun creating this book. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it could be a million pages long, 90 pages, mm-hmm. and it's broken into six different sections. Mm-hmm. Um, I suggest you start at the beginning and go. Right. It does make, make more better sense if you start at it the beginning. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to. And actually, mm-hmm. when I, I use this book, because one of the, the things I offer is for individuals or, or couples mm-hmm. to work with me. Mm-hmm. And we do the two-hour session, right. the two-hour session on the first mm-hmm. three sections, a two-hour, mm-hmm. and then we get together to review mm-hmm. their plan ABC, mm-hmm. which is just your outline of what right. you're going to do over the next 10 mm-hmm. years. And it's interesting talking sometimes when I work with a couple, and I will ask them, do you want to start with the time? Part mm-hmm. of retirement or the money. Right. The women always start with the time. The mm-hmm. men almost always want to start with the money. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we can flip the order. It doesn't matter. You mm-hmm. know, this is for you to use. Mm-hmm. But it is an interesting, yeah, we're different. You know, it's equal, but mm-hmm. different. So right. we need more equal. Mm-hmm. And we have plenty of different. Mm-hmm. And this, it gives you those, the grounding right. for it. And I think financial advisors could find this kind of book really useful. Mm-hmm. They don't have time. Right. You know, to go through. Yeah, they're not going to say now when you're 62 and a half, <laughs> what do you, this is, well, what are you going to do? Where are you going to be? You know, what do you want? You know, and so on. Right. But to arm their clients mm-hmm. with this so the clients can then right. come back and say, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you know, Charlie, right. we spent, you know, all this time at our kitchen table mm-hmm. thinking about mm-hmm. things we hadn't addressed mm-hmm. right. because either we didn't want to or mm-hmm. really we didn't know. Mm-hmm. And here's how it's going to impact mm-hmm. what we need for financial mm-hmm. stuff in retirement. Right. And the two pieces have to go together. Right. And we're just not there in the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd right. love for this to be the solution. Right. Yeah. And what I love about it is it is not a sit down and read book. Now, yes, I did that because I was preparing for this program. But when you're when you're using it as it's meant to be used, it is a workbook. And yes. so like I've I've got you know one of the pages open and it says who will depend on me during my retirement years. Are there family members that you need to care for and then what is that role going to be? And so it's person, my role, and then you fill in those blanks. Um there's only four slots there. Some people might need five pages. Um right. you know and and but but and and in you know some of the other sections it's you and it's your partner who's filling out, you know, and and then of course, you know, you're you're going to get together and what I liked was, yeah, it really did make sense to just start going through and start filling these things in. And the thing that you that I, I really want to hit on is that you talk about doing this during the transition time. This is not that I'm retiring in six months. What are we going to do type of conversation? This is the we're retiring in two years, five years now, what are we going to do? And it's because you and I were chatting about this, you know, before we started, yeah. you know, technically my husband can retire 
in 18-ish months. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we've been having those discussions. Have they been fruitful? Mm. (laughs) Actually, we've ruled things out, which is is a good thing. Um, And and I laugh that, you know, I will um, be working until the day I die just because of what I do. Same same with you. I mean, you can be doing what you do. Yeah. And, you know, and until, you know, as long as you possibly can. Um, but, you know, my husband works for a corporation. And so at some point they're going to say, shoo, shoo. You know? <laughs> um, and, you know, and, and so then what? And I think what, you know, we have all seen our friends, our parents, our parents, friends who retired and died because they had no plan made and they might've had millions of dollars. I mean, you know, usually it's not a financial thing. It's that they basically die of boredom because they never stop to think, you know, I don't want to garden. I want to spend every day in my garden. You know, all of those various things, uh, you know, you, you, you talk about volunteering, you know, just because you're not getting paid for it, maybe you can still teach someone to do it, whatever it is. Doesn't matter, you know, what that subject is. Somebody probably wants to learn or something totally different. I mean, you know, you might've worked in X industry and you took home your little paycheck. You know, it's, it's kind of yeah. like that, the old Dunkin' Donuts commercial, gotta make oh, donuts, gotta make, make donuts. donuts. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and, and so donut guy retires and he's always thought that building model trains would be the greatest thing in the world. Okay, did he plan for that? Um, and does he want to work at the train shop? Um, you know, and, and all of those various things. Does he want to, you know, do the the, the rail tours? Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and so planning all of that before you have to do it is, of course, what's most important. And, and making sure you're on the same page. I, I could not agree more. And the other piece and in, in part of the rationale for this kind of book but people who are working with financial advisors mm-hmm. and working you know, through the industry, mm-hmm. what we've started to get through the fabric of the American mm-hmm. psyche now is retirement is 30 years mm-hmm. or less. I mean, right. not yeah. everyone's going to make it. That's a good chunk of your life. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. But it's also overwhelming. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, 30 years. What, right. what am I doing? Mm-hmm. So I anchored this book in a 10-year view. Mm-hmm. You can do a five-year view mm-hmm. or 10. Mm-hmm. And I like to look at just... 10, because mm-hmm. for me, it's easy. Mm-hmm. It fits on two pages. So you see mm-hmm. it all together. Yes. And it was so funny, Deb, when my husband, Dan, and I were doing this, because I sampled this with a lot mm-hmm. of people, right. including Dan. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, fine, okay, I'll do it with you. Well, we the first part of this plan A, this is your, you can do whatever you want, just mm-hmm. put on paper. Mm-hmm. And we put started in whatever, 2021, whatever it was, and we laid out the 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then our ages. Mm. And we stopped right there and went, that's how old we'll be. (laughs) 10 years. We're going to start with a seven. Uh This was not scientific breakthrough here. And, you know, in concept. But it's like hitting us over the head with a brick. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we sort of stopped and looked and went, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. You know, like you you really do stop. Mm -hmm. Whoa, okay. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. where do we go? Mm-hmm. It's set up where you have, you know, ideas, just ideas mm-hmm. for what you might do over these right. next 10 years. Because for us, the ideal time to start working with this book is either 50 or 55. Mm-hmm. Right. That's when you'd want to lay out your next 10 mm-hmm. years. The kids are largely taken care of mm-hmm. or you know where they're heading. Right. You know, you've got some big decisions to make, and mm-hmm. you're usually still working. Mm-hmm. Well, when do you want to stop working? Mm-hmm. 
what's your ideal case, right? For your for your husband is the ideal mm-hmm. case. He mm-hmm. does want to retire next year. Mm-hmm. Well, then he'll what? need to mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Right. And then what are the implications mm-hmm. on that? Because right. you know, money is just not growing on those mm-hmm. leaves outside of those mm-hmm. trees. We so, wish. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So where's it going to come from? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Right. And you cannot just sit home and mm-hmm. do nothing. Right. Like that's just mm-hmm. unacceptable. And I think for the boomer generation, we are good mm-hmm. at looking for how to contribute. Mm-hmm. We've done that. Right. You know, so we're, we're going to volunteer. We're going to get, a, maybe we're going to start our own business. You know, all of those Absolutely. things. Absolutely. Yes. And, yeah. and it really, it's low risk, right? You, you've made it you know, mm-hmm. all the way in, right. on the journey, 65 mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. give or take. What, what cool thing mm-hmm. do you want to try? Right. Well, of course, you need to be smart about it. If you're going to start your own business, let's not sink all of your funds into it. <laughs> you know? Please don't cash out your entire 401k. Yeah, um, no, no, you know, and, and all of those things. But, but, you know, and, and I love that you, that, you know, you do talk about, you know, looping in other family members. Um, my mom is 91 and I'm an only child. My father passed away 15 years ago, somewhere around mm. there. They, there was a big age difference. So we knew that, that you know, and, and now my mother is the organized planner, you know, all these things. Um, and so she's so funny because since he has passed away, she has taken my husband and I on big trips, you know, big trips, as in we went to Scotland and Ireland, we did an Alaskan cruise, all of these things. We're actually going on what they call a small boat cruise later on this year in the Puget oh, Sound. Nice. And we've done several of these and, and, and they're, they're little cruise, but they're like 180 rooms. I mean, these are these little things because it's a Puget Sound. You can't have a princess thing in there. Um, exactly. But what it, but what I love is, you know, she's taking us, even though we tell her you don't need to, um, but she's spending my inheritance. And I just absolutely love that concept. And, and, you know, I told her, I said, you know, mom, when you die, there should be enough money in your account that we pay for your funeral and then we're done. Yeah. You know, don't ever think that you're to, you know, to, you know, because I much prefer that she does these trips that she did, you know, whether yeah. she takes us or not, um, you know, that she does the things that she enjoys rather than leaving yes. it to me. Now, obviously there are people who leaving a legacy for their children is incredibly important. But again, yeah. you know, you have to set that up. But your mother is still leaving a legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I have these only pictures have 5 bucks in it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so we yeah, we we mix this up, mm-hmm. right? Between legacy and mm-hmm. estate planning. Right. You know, and I do try to break mm-hmm. that apart a little bit in in mm-hmm. the section 6 because mm-hmm. There's all, there are a lot of things we all need to own. We need mm-hmm. to own our, what do we want to do with our health right. and who's going to take care of us? Mm-hmm. It, yep. That's all part of a state and plan. Take care of those legally folks have that yes. stuff written down, oh. documented, done yes. with the lawyer, whatever. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that comes with, are your assets titled correctly? Mm-hmm. And are they really passing in the most efficient right. way? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to do that. Estate planning. You need don't want planner. the government to get it instead. Exactly. But then there's the top shelf. Mm-hmm. That's really the legacy. Mm-hmm. That's all of these memories mm-hmm. you have. I can imagine all the, right. the photo wall you must have mm-hmm. with, you know, mom and, and us mm-hmm. on the Alaskan cruise and mom mm-hmm. and us in Scotland. And, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Things like, oh, that's mm-hmm. such a treasure. Right. And then all the family history mm-hmm. and the family values. Mm-hmm. That's legacy. Right. That's what right. you're leaving. That's what mm-hmm. mom is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to leave a big bank account, you know. Mm-hmm. 
go spend it. Have a great time. Yeah. Oh, I oh, yeah. love that. Yeah. You know, and and yeah, I mean it, it really is and and now we laugh that you know we're the Sherpa that that go and you know and that's fine. You know? fine. <laughs> and, um but yeah, yeah I mean it's kidding. just yeah it's it is so much fun. Um, you know, and, and the the one thing because when I was reading your book, I thought, oh, haven't done that, haven't and and I am in that, you know, we mentioned, you know, getting close yeah. to that. I'm like, oh, I have to start thinking about this. So I actually need to get a physical copy of your book as opposed to the digital version. Oh, yeah, um, I will send but, one to you. But yeah, it was um and, you know, the, the one thing that we did do, and and we did this partially when I was diagnosed with cancer, was some of the, the absolute legal things. I mean, you know, I immediately did a will. Um, now it was easy peasy to do. I did an online version, you know, and, and, and one of the things that we did discover and folks, it's different in every state. So, you know, make sure that you're checking out what happens in your state, you know, all of those various things. And so I was, but I, because my, my will was basically saying when I die, everything I have goes to my husband. I mean, that really made it pretty simple. So I did that. More importantly, I did the medical power of attorney, um, which, you know, when you go into a medical facility anymore, they're like, we have to have that. Um, And, you know, and and there were times where I was unable to say what I wanted. And so my husband had to, you know, and, and but we had all that paperwork done. The hospital had it. The doctors had it. There were no questions nothing. And, and, you know, I think a lot of people knew what you wanted. Yes. Yes. You know, yeah, that was the other thing I told him, you know, this is, is what we do. This is what we don't do. Um, Mm -hmm. all of those things. And, and, you know, I've obviously done that with my mom and, but I've also told her, okay, we're a thousand miles apart. You need my aunt who is half a block away to also be involved because she is probably more likely going to be the person to make those decisions, especially in a, a, a critical type of, of decision. Right. So, you know, think right. about all those things. The fun thing is, you know, we, we, we set up our trusts, we've done all of those things and, and um, you know, m- might we change them as we go? Sure. I mean, you know, and, and, but we did take the time. It was not cheap because when we finally actually did it, yes, we went to an attorney. We made sure that everything we were doing was compliant with Georgia law. Um, and, you know, if, and when we move, we'll have to change things. Do it again. Uh, yeah. The medical stuff was what surprised me because one of the things yes. I discovered is medical medical powers of attorney are actually not legally binding. You can say, this is what I want. And 99.9% of the time it will be followed. But, you know, it, it, say you have something that happens and you go into, um, uh, say, a, a hospital that is... Um, uh, uh, a religious organization oh. is in charge mm-hmm. of it. Um, they're going to have different views on, especially life-saving measures. Um, you know, and and so just because you say you want this, the, you know, but at least have a start, have it written down, yes. have it communicated, and don't just say, "Well, I have a donor. I have a little heart on my driver's license, so I'm a donor." Because if your partner, yeah. your spouse, your child, whoever doesn't want your whatever's donated. They're the ones that have to give permission. Just having that little thing on your driver's license doesn't do diddly. Um, so, you know, and, and but, you know, uh, we've only got about five minutes left, which is not nearly enough time. So we have to have you on again. Um, Thank you know, you. We just, you absolutely have to sit down and make your wishes known in writing and then review them. Yes. Like I said, things change. You know, part of our, our wills are provisions for our pets. 
Absolutely. Ten years from now, by the way, did you notice pets. that you had pets in there? I, I love that. Um, I have two cats. Yeah. If I drop dead tomorrow, who's going to take care of them? Right, right. You know, and yeah. and so you know, but you know, ten years from now, you might have ten cats. <laughs> you know? oh, no. <laughs> and you know, and and so yeah, you know, it's and it's you know, I I always love the TV shows where you know that the the child out of wedlock pops up, and in the will, it was they only <laughs> specified my children. So all of a sudden, you know. This child gets fourteen gazillion dollars. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Okay, no, specify Betty, Bob, and Sue. <laughs> right, know? right. And poor kid that's you know. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just, so continually review these things. Make sure that you're still on the same page based on your situation. And you know, I I, I love that you shared all that because it is so important. And having a will. I mean, my girls are thirty one and twenty six. Mm-hmm. They both have wills mm-hmm. and HIPAA, and they're science. probably pretty basic because of their age. They're basic, mm-hmm. they, have, they have nothing. Yeah, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. now they have some things, but mm-hmm. when as soon as they went away to college, mm-hmm. because they both left Massachusetts, right. so one you went really to Minnesota, one went to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was the medical part because can you imagine? You know, as a mother, mm-hmm. you know, you you get that call. Of course, it's always two in mm-hmm. the morning. Oh my gosh, your daughter mm-hmm. has been hit by a car, mm-hmm. and some accident has happened. Right. And that's all we can tell you. Right. Because like, she's 23 or. Mm-hmm. Or, or 19, mm-hmm. 18. Right. And they, their, their hands are tied. Mm-hmm. It's a, is she alive? Mm-hmm. We can't tell right. you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not okay. So am anyway, I flying out now? Or <laughs> yeah. Or is it, you know, a stubbed toe and it's like, well, you were stupid, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So yeah, you got two ends of the mm-hmm. spectrum, but we insisted. And it's hard to talk to an 18 year old that you could die. Right. I said, it's unlikely you're going to die. It is likely you could be in an accident. And we have to have access to that situation. And Mm -hmm. legally, this is what we have to have in place. So my kids have all Mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. And we review it. Every not we don't do it every well, year right now because it's been anchored in Minnesota, right. but Colorado to Pennsylvania to Minnesota. Well, and as their family situations change, it's going to yes. change. You know, if they get married, exactly. if they you know, and, and that's the other thing that you know people sometimes forget is you know make sure your children, especially if they're underage, are taken care of. Um, you know, all of those various things and LGBTQ. You know, I don't want to get into to politics, but you know. Those are, you know, those situations are evolving. And and so please make sure that the person you want to be in charge is legally designated to be in charge. Yes. So important. And so we say this, right? This is amazing advice. And then the the listeners are going, well, that's great, but how do I get started? Right. So tell us, Marsha, how do they get started? What a segue. It's like you've you done to, this before. You go to section six of mm-hmm. the new cookbook mm-hmm. because it gives you, it's not everything. This is not right. an estate plan. This is mm-hmm. not everything you need. Right. It's a good but it's start. Where you get started. Say, do I have an estate plan? That is mm-hmm. the first question. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't have okay. an estate. That's one of the things people, I don't have a gazillion dollars. Yeah. You know, but you have family heirlooms. Yeah. You know, all those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I do tell people is if you are breathing, you need an estate plan. Mm -hmm. Right. So once you're dead, you you don't need it anymore. You don't care. Because you can't, you really can't take it with you. I mean, they could pack it in with you, but you know. (laughs) That's right. So it's just like that a start. So you've got some resources, Mm -hmm. you know, the kinds of questions people are needing Mm -hmm. an answer from you. Mm -hmm. 
and being able to make some decisions so that right. when you either you know download if you've got an easy mm-hmm. family situation right. and whatnot, my kids, mm-hmm. you know, they it's easy to download forms. Mm-hmm. They're free. You like right. Google, you know, mm-hmm. Minnesota State um, Healthcare Proxy, right? Yeah, or Minnesota. State it's a. It's probably a five-ish page form. I mean, it's not. Yeah, and they check, check boxes. boxes. You know, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's all good, and you can do it. But if you don't even know like what to search mm-hmm. on, right. I, I feel we just leave everyone hanging, mm-hmm. right. and that's what I did. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, it's when you don't know what to make for dinner. Mm-hmm. Now today we go online and we Google something. Right. Maybe we look up the Pioneer Woman. Mm-hmm. And I have her cookbooks upstairs, uh-huh. so I might mm-hmm. sit down at the table right for mm-hmm. twenty minutes, and I'll just flip through a book. Mm-hmm. Oh, that right. chicken dish looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Look through the ingredients. Do I have mm-hmm. them? Yeah. Can I fake it? <laughs> Close enough. I'll mm-hmm. give it a try. Mm-hmm. And then there's the instructions right. for mm-hmm. what to do. Mm-hmm. So we don't have that in financial services. We mm-hmm. don't have that about retirement or about estate planning. Mm-hmm. And the first thing is like, oh, you need to spend ten thousand dollars to go see an estate planning attorney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. not where you start. Right. That's where you're getting right. to. Yeah, but understand what's going on mm-hmm. and why and what decisions you right. need to make. Right. So as we said, a good start is your book, Cooking Up Your Retirement Plan. We'll, of course, have a a link in the show notes. But tell us about Mantel Retirement Consulting and the services that you provide. Yeah, so I have three lanes, if you will, to my business. I do continue to work with large financial firms, home offices, working with usually the the retirement team. Mm -hmm. And I come in as a a consultant on projects they're working on and bring Mm -hmm. some new party plates to the the Mm -hmm. table. Then I work directly with financial advisors Mm -hmm. and I help them particularly on the social security and Medicare front. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'll do like what we're doing right now. We'll have a conversation and I'll work with an advisor on a client situation Mm -hmm. or more often the advisor just brings their client on and we do a zoom with three of us so Mm -hmm. that I can answer their questions directly. I help them think through and navigate and get educated on Medicare Mm -hmm. in their zip code because there's nothing you know, big and broad about Medicare, it's all mm-hmm. at the zip code level mm-hmm. and what drugs you take and all mm-hmm. of that. So it's very specific and very mm-hmm. custom. And then I also work with consumers from time to time right. and I help them either going through the guidebook or mm-hmm. do Medicare educational consultations right. with them. So they know what they're facing mm-hmm. as they move from group plans that work mm-hmm. or the ACA exchange into Medicare. Right. I love it. You know, and your website has so much great resources. I mean, you mentioned, you know, a 10 plus year blog. Um, you know, and, and things like that. So, you know, it's it's very easy. It's just mantelretirementconsulting.com and it's M-A-N-T-E-L-L. Um, you know, and, and so please folks go there. Well, oh my gosh, Marsha, 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 Marsha. Um, you know, we really do have to do this again because I think this is so incredibly important. You know, because we didn't even touch on, okay, what if you retire and you know, and, and you're going to start a new business. What are you going to do? I mean, all yes. of those various things. So there's so many other ways that, that we can go with this. So we'll definitely have you back on. But until Thank then, you so much. Oh, yes. Hasn't this been fun? Like I, like I said at the start, folks, we can make this fun. Um, <laughs> do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with? Yes, I would like to say, since it is Women's History Month, I would like everyone to just pick one woman and celebrate her journey. You know, we don't all have to be the first one to the moon. Mm-hmm. I love that too. Um, the people, the women in your lives, whether it's a teacher, your mother, your sister, a cousin, 
you know, recognize the journey they've been on. And it has been bumpy for every one of them. And just a, a thank you, a hello, something to recognize them during Women's History Month would be greatly appreciated. I love it. Well, I have been having so much fun talking retirement. Oh my gosh. With Marsha Mantel. Can't wait to do it again. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.